Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and with 90% of Irish beef being exported and in light of current difficult conditions, I spoke to Borbia Meat and Livestock Senior Manager Joe Burke about new markets for Irish beef. Overall for the year to date, Catherine, um, we are averaging €3.60 a kilo, excluding VAT for our grade steers. So actually that is equivalent to the EU average. But what is disappointing is that over the last two months, we've fallen well below the EU average. And in fact, at the moment, we'd be hovering close to 15 cent a kilo below uh, what, what the EU average male cattle price is. So it, it is fair to say that Irish farmers have seen their prices maybe fall behind the, the competition over recent months. Most definitely. Market tracking was one of the commitments under the Beef Sector Task Force. What does this involve and comprise of? So Borbia's market tracker um, I suppose application on our website um, involves tracking the market prices for a number of different products and they include the beef cattle prices um, with regard to composite prices. So it's not just looking at our grade male cattle, it's looking at the full mix of all Irish cattle prices um, into a composite and then comparing that theoretically with what those same cattle would have achieved uh, across the range of our major export markets. And the other two, uh, I suppose, indexes that we have produced, one of them relates to the fifth quarter or the byproducts that come from the animal, including the hide um, and the offal. And the other relates to the actual market prices that beef is being sold in in our major export markets. So again, that gives us a flavour of whether actual beef prices that the consumer, for example, is paying, um, are they rising, are they improving? And uh, I suppose as a result of that, should we be demanding uh, hopefully an improved um, price at at, uh, producer level here in Ireland? With regard to the 600,000 calves that are expected to be born in February 2020, what is Borbia doing to increase these calf exports? Yeah, so with regard to calf exports, it's obviously a very important outlet and we have seen an increase of 25% in terms of calf exports this year. Um, They're going to reach 200,000 for the year, with the key markets being Spain and the Netherlands. And in fact, last week, uh, we visited the Dutch market and met with many of the key import buyers there, as well as the veal industry. And the feedback was very, very good. So really what we want to try and do is make sure ahead of time that the demand is there, the customers um, know what to expect and terms of the numbers of animals that are available as well as the respect that they have for their quality and their health attributes which they do Uh, we also take out some advertising campaigns as well too around that peak time of the year in order to again make sure that the awareness is there and that the demand is as high as it can be and then with regard to the home market obviously the the buyers uh, who buy calves for rearing at home here in Ireland um, their demand and their optimism I suppose is going to be directly linked to how good the prices are at at home here in Ireland and the fact and in the mart if they intend to sell them on as a young animal Um, so you know that is uh, obviously something that you know we are mindful of as well too and trying to promote um, Irish beef as effectively as we can on export markets. How much of a game changer do you think the Chinese market will be for Irish beef farmers? Yeah we think that it's going to be very significant Um, I suppose last year there were only a small number of plants uh, open and and uh, that were approved in order to be able to supply the market and in recent months we have seen virtually all of the major players now and uh, getting a foothold in the Chinese market in terms of having plants um, that are approved. So we now have 21 plants in total which are include 19 slaughter plants um, and 
exports this year look set to reach about 12,000 tonnes. Next year, I think we could easily double that based on the demand levels and the fact that uh, Irish beef is already getting a good reputation and customers um, appreciate it as well too. Um, and and uh, I suppose they appreciate the story as well too around our grass-based production systems, our quality assurance scheme, our sustainability, all of that type of thing goes down very, very well over there. So we would be optimistic that this is going to really um, create an alternative option in terms of being able to go there with particular cuts and that it will result in higher prices for Irish beef farmers. Again, it's for the eligible cattle, so they have to be under 30 months and they have to be from a TB-free farm. In relation to European markets, is there potential to expand, particularly with Brexit upon the horizon? Yeah, and even this year, Catherine, we have seen a decline in our exports to the UK. And this is mainly as a result of the fact that the UK's beef imports overall have fallen by 13%. Last year, we would have exported uh, almost 300,000 tonnes of beef to the UK. And this year is looking more like 260, 265. Um, That is a a fairly significant decline. And as a result of, I suppose, higher exports into international markets, but also higher exports into other European markets, as you mentioned there, Um, the likes of Italy, the Netherlands and Germany have performed particularly well. Uh, They tend to be markets which demand a good quality uh, prime beef product quality assured as well too many of them are for steak cuts higher value higher priced cuts um, and we intend to try and further develop that as well too uh, in 2020 in order to hopefully um, grow the preference among many of those customers there are some of the advertising for Irish beef which takes place is also at consumer level which is interesting with an Irish beef uh, even TV and radio advertising campaign in the Netherlands and in the likes of Germany and in Italy uh, we have billboard advertising and point of sale material as well to highlighting the presence and the quality of Irish beef uh, to shoppers in those markets. That's great and with relation to grass-fed Irish beef is a huge marketing strategy used by Borbia, predominantly shown suckler beef systems. Is there potential in the future to differentiate and promote this beef product differently? Yeah, we definitely think that there is, Catherine. While we were disappointed earlier this year when we applied for, I suppose, an EU uh, co-funded marketing campaign um, for suckler beef, and unfortunately, even though we received good feedback and a high score for our application, it wasn't successful um, in that it was a very competitive process and only a small number of applications uh, got through. Um, But with regard to suckler in general and with regard to grass-fed, we see these as being two of our unique selling points for Irish beef in general. And we would like to develop these further in the development of actual, I suppose, brands or um, actual propositions um, that consumers would be able to choose and hopefully pay more for. As part of your role, you regularly host delegates visiting Ireland and bring them to see Irish beef producing farms. What has feedback from these delegates been? Yeah, it's hugely impressive. Every time that you bring uh, a, a group, whether they be even journalists or uh, more likely customers themselves, out to an Irish beef farm and they get to actually appreciate how, it, how the product is produced, um, really the excitement and the, the, the state of wonder that they have as well too um, in terms of, you know, it's not a rushed production system, it's grass-based, the animals are outdoor for most of their lives and the level of animal welfare as well too and care and attention that they get is 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 really really impressive um so it's always a really positive reaction and afterwards it tends to be 
a game changer in terms of the relationship that we have as an industry and as marketeers of a product uh, with that customer then going forward rather than it being maybe you know more of a, a price related kind of an, and price is always important as well too but certainly when they understand the production process they buy into the product. There are over 52,000 farmers Borbia quality assurance accredited. They complete all the audits and requirements. What difference is the scheme making to you to help sell Irish beef? Yeah, it makes a very, very significant difference because in a lot of cases, the customers won't buy beef unless it comes from quality assured farms. Um, so that is very, very important. Uh, some of them have additional criteria as well, too. But yeah, certainly the quality assurance scheme, um, it gives us a point of difference in marketing um, in that we're able to, you know, very clearly and, and strongly promote the advantages of the fact that it comes from a quality assured farm. As Ireland exports 90% of the beef that's been produced, there has been much shock of recent figures showing beef being imported into Ireland. What is the reason for this being imported? Yeah, so Catherine, that predominantly it's a, it's a value proposition or rather it's an economic decision that certain processors are making. It tends to be smaller uh, players really in the in the in the market um, that are involved in this activity um, and the vast majority of that product actually comes in from the UK uh, for processing and re-export so for example in a lot of cases it's English cow beef carcasses uh, which usually sell for a lower price than Irish cow beef um, and then indeed it is uh, boned out and processed and then exported to other markets and of course it has to be labelled according to the mandatory EU country of origin legislation so it's not a case that it's being labelled as Irish beef um, or indeed carrying the quality mark. We're very very um, mindful and uh, in our audits as well too we make sure that all of the traceability, all of the requirements of the scheme are adhered to uh, with regard to making sure that any product that is quality assured um, is traceable all the way through. But likewise, any product that's coming into a plant that doesn't come from a quality assured farm certainly cannot carry the quality mark. Where do you see the future of the Irish beef industry? Yeah, as you touched on there, it was a very difficult year, Catherine, and prices have fallen on average by about 7% for Irish prime cattle, um, but we would be hopeful and indeed somewhat confident as well too that we would see an improvement over the coming months um, and that 2020 would be uh, hopefully a more positive year anyway for Irish beef producers. That's great. Thanks very much, Joe, for joining me on the show. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this episode and my thanks to Joe Burke for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.